everybody. Welcome to uh, the second episode of VG Empire. It's my second episode about video game music. Uh, the first one posted uh, not too long ago. We did a special tribute to Tim Fallen and Jeff Fallen. Uh, very, well, in this circle, famous NES and Super NES composers. Um, this time, bringing us in was a song called Drop Into Walk. It's from Super Adventure Island, which is the basis of this episode. Super Adventure Island, the music by Yuzo Kushiro, who... If again, if you know your game music, very famous, prolific composer, uh, most notably Streets of Rage, Act Razor, the Ease games, uh, the early Ease games, uh, just a ton of stuff that odds are if you liked it, especially if you're a Sega fan, uh, back in the day, he was one of the, the best, and all, this, all his stuff is fantastic. This particular soundtrack for Super Adventure Island at the time, because it released in the early 90s, near this launch of the Super NES, 92, 91 era, and... Um, it really kind of solidified that idea that the Super NES had this impressive sound chip that really did things that consoles before it and contemporary consoles like Mega Drive, Sega Genesis just couldn't do. Um, obviously, other things like the Turbo Duo, Sega CD, when it finally showed up, they had CD quality sound, but in the meantime, the consoles just didn't do anything like this. And for several years, the sound that Super Nintendo could produce was so far beyond what anything else could do. Um, and you can really kind of pick out what a Super Nintendo game sounds like. Um, not to say that Genesis doesn't have its great music, because it absolutely does, and there will be episodes devoted entirely to that later. But for right now, I really wanted to focus on, this is one of the first soundtracks, other than Castlevania Four in the early days, that just really knocked me off my feet. And even if this kind of music isn't your thing, it's a very you know, Hawaiian or reggae or just very tropical kind of feeling. They were going for this kind of tropical island sens- uh, uh, sensation, um, which is fitting because it's Super Adventure Island. The whole game is Master Higgins running around in a grass skirt and a hat with no shirt on, running around saving the day. The game itself, really actually quite fun, really big sprites, colorful graphics, just, again, was a good example of the Super Nintendo, uh, what it could do at the time. Had a lot of cool effects, but as you might expect, since I'm talking about it in the podcast about game music, the whole soundtrack, I think, is just not just high quality in, the, in terms of the sound that it pulls out of the system, but also just in the compos- uh, the, the compositions themselves. They're quite good. So before, without talking anymore, I'll go into three more songs. This is Dark Side Visitor, Hop Step, and then Blue Blue.
Yes. Oh, man. So relaxing. That Blue Blue Ocean, or Blue Blue World, I think it is, uh, that song, one, always reminded me of Duran Duran's um, Come Undone, which came around near the same time. And it just always, that same kind of, it's kind of a generic beat that it has. It's it's not like, wow, what an interesting, unique sound that song had. But it just, it's a very soothing sound that got used a lot. And this is another soundtrack that, that helps, you know, get my next point of, uh, this soundtrack not just has a specific sound going for that tropical vibe, but it also is a, sound, a soundtrack that's very uh, um, influenced by sounds of the day. So you get a very good selection of where the radio was at the time and early 90s music in general, just this kind of early hip-hop sound. Um, I, I lack the terminology to describe it accurately, but that time period, this this really sounds like a soundtrack from the 90s, especially specifically early 90s. So I love that that could happen in a game because before this you couldn't really do that. You couldn't make an NES game or an arcade game sound like an 80s song. In the 80s it just really wasn't there, to my knowledge anyway. I can't think of a single game that goes that sounds like an 80s thing. It just sounds like 8-bit music. Um, but this, and same thing with uh, Streets of Rage, which is another soundtrack by Yuzo Koshiro. You can tell he was on his really on his game in that time period. But both of those soundtracks kind of echo not just a style, but also what was going on in music at the time. And I thought that was very cool. Taking us into the next block of songs, uh, Follow Wind, Cool Jam, Jungle Chase, and a song called Ice Groove. These are all from Super Adventure Island 1 for uh, Super NES. And uh, again, just a great soundtrack. It's easy listening and uh, just really indicative of what the system could do.
ice groove. Uh, moving into the next part of the podcast, which I, we're doing this one a little different. I say we, I really mean I. This is Brett Elston. Uh, used to work at Games Radar, did a lot of game music of the day stuff there. You, most, if you're listening to episode two, most of you already know who I am, but just been a game music fan for life. Uh, would hook up sound, you know, hook up systems with one of my friends through a stereo and record things off tape or, or, hook up or hold up a boom box up to my TV and get the Sonic the Hedgehog sound test going or, you know, put the sound code into a lot of NES games and, and just try to make my own tapes as like a 10 year old trying to do this kind of stuff. And then as a teenager finding MP3s and then finding ROMs and NSF files later, it's a whole new world today where you can just find everything and download it. And the biggest headache is filling in the metadata or man, I got to fill in what the title track is and what year it came out. It's like those problems didn't exist because if you bothered to rip the music yourself, you already knew all that and you weren't sending it to anyone else. It was like, no, I've got this one cassette. This is my music. Now I'm actually very happy that anyone who wants to find this music, you can totally do it. And I always support buying the music legit wherever it is possible at all because game composers do not get enough credit whatsoever it's not like every game has knockout knockout music that just needs to be shouted from the mountaintops, but a lot of them really do. And those artists like Tim Jeff Fallen, David Wise, Yuzo Koshiro, they need, you know, we know who they are. People, if you buy those in this podcast, odds are you know, or at least familiar with the games. But these people write hooks and melodies that could power radio songs for the next hundred years. If like I'm, I'm telling you now, one of these days, some artist is going to find all these hooks and just really good riffs that have existed in these game songs for decades, and they're just going to mine the hell out of it. And I, I can't wait till that happens. The idea of like a Fantasy Star 2 melody powering the next big like chart-topping song, it can totally happen if only they knew that all these melodies were already just sitting there waiting to be used. And on one hand, I might be a little upset to see them exploited that way, but on the other hand, I'm like, that's the total justification of the medium for me. But rather than get too preachy and spout that anymore, I want to move on to... A game that I'm not as familiar with, but it's Super Adventure Island 2. Um, similar soundtrack, but just in the interest of this episode not being really short, because there's not a lot of songs in Super Adventure Island 1. It's not a very long game anyway. So here's a few songs from 2, which plays completely different from any of the other games in the series. The rest of them were just 2D run-and-jump games, not unlike a Mario, a little, a little scaled-down Mario game. But... Uh, this one is like you get weapons and armor and equipment and it's like kind of RPG stuff going on and it came out really late in Super NES life so by the time it came out even though I loved the first one I really didn't spend a lot of time with the second one at all in fact I barely played it but as you might imagine I did get the soundtrack um, via back in the day hooking a, hooking the game up to a stereo with one of my friends and uh, as far as I know I think that's how I got these files um, and again, no way that I know of to buy these things. So it's kind of a DIY thing. Um, but here's songs. These are not by Yuzo Koshiro. Uh, it was by... Hang on a second. I had, uh, I had to actually look this up because it wasn't Yuzo Koshiro. It looks like Akiharo Akamatsu, Sachiko Oida, and Shinji Nakaya. And I'm basing that off the ending where it says sound designers. Um, I'm sure sound designers, music, probably get lumped into the same category a lot in video game uh, credits, especially old credits where a lot of names were truncated anyway to like Buns Bit or BB or whatever. Um, so these are three songs from Adventure Island 2, um, even lesser known game than Adventure Island, Super Adventure Island, uh, but the music in general, still fun, still good. Uh, it's just three sample tracks. This is Boa Boa. Hang on just a second. Uh, Boa Boa Island followed by Destiny's Altar and... Uh, 
Fuafua Island, and specifically this Destiny's Altar, uh, the same friend that I'm talking about, Creative Assassin, you probably know him from other references and Talk Radar or whatever. Um, if you're listening to this this early, you're probably here because you saw me on Twitter and were like, oh, he did a thing, I'll check it out. So you probably have some familiarity with who I'm talking about. But uh, I remember him being at my house, this is probably like 15 or 16, and playing this game and just being stuck in this area for what feels like seven years but was actually probably like an hour just sitting in this area, running, roaming around those hallways that just all start looking the same. I'm like, wait, did I open that? That door looks the same. But I, so I got this thing and I, but I got, I didn't, uh, and just this music in the background the whole time. I was probably like messing around with clumsily making a doom level or talking on ICQ or some other 1996 appropriate action. But uh, here we go. Adventure Island 2, Bobo Island, Destiny's Altar, and Fua, Fua Island.
Venture Island 2, everybody. And uh, this brings us to the end of the show this time. And um, you'll notice this was done solo. I didn't have Chris or Tyler with me like last time. So I wanted to play with the format a little. Whatever you guys prefer. I recorded this one before the first episode posted, so I haven't had a chance to implement any of your feedback. But uh, let me know in the comments. It's all on VGEmpire.com. Um, if you want more songs, less talk, or if you liked more with the banter and the stories to go along with it. Um, or if you just want to hear music because this is the kind of thing you're going to load up when you have to drive somewhere or you're on a bus or you got a shift at work that you want to get through and you'd rather just have the music, um, let me know. Or if you like the interspersed uh, chatting with friends, uh can absolutely do that. And you know, my goal eventually is to try to get some of uh, these composers who are available to Skype in and talk. And um, I have some inroads with that through my work with Games Radar and uh, now obviously being at Capcom Unity, I know some people who've done some music. So... I uh, would like to like to see it expand that way, but in the meantime, I'm just kind of pull from my collection and share the music where I can. And also on VGEmpire.com, I have a list of places where you can buy game music um, without, you know, with actually giving them money. A couple of those places, PlayAsia obviously has a lot of soundtracks. Um, something Distribution is a lot of uh, Western games. Um, if you want to go there and look for soundtracks to a lot of modern stuff, you'll see a lot of the Halo stuff, Deus Ex. Just a lot of the modern uh, Western games. Mass Effect, I think, goes through them as well. Um, I guess EA in general, Assassin's Creed. So just, yeah, let's go with that. And then obviously the Amazon MP3 store. I've got a lot of Rockstar stuff through them. Um, L.A. Noir soundtrack, Red Dead soundtrack. Lots of places you can get it legit. It's very easy just to take it. But as a fan of game music, uh, anytime I can give them money, because they so rarely can, anytime I can, I, I, I must... Even if I don't even want the soundtrack, I will buy it out of solidarity because it must be, the message must be given. But taking us out on a happy note is back to Adventure Island 1. It's another song. Uh, it's called The Island of Everlasting Summer. And I, it's like the second stage. And it really always just made me very happy. It, it's, again, a very tropical, beach-friendly, just imagine just, I wish I knew some surfer terminology. Ripping a big wave? Cutting a big slice out of that bayou wave machine can't do it surfing happiness love the song island of everlasting summer see you next time bye